Hey, hey, you're listening to Celebrate Sounds, a podcast celebrating the artistic endeavours of creatives on the North Coast. This is the first episode of season two, and I'm excited to be back at it. I have a bunch of episodes already in the bag with creatives from all around the region, so look out for those, and don't forget to subscribe. And to kick things off, I had Lindsay and Dave from the Coffs Coast Food and Wine Festival come and have a chat about all things food and music. Uh, they give a bit of their backstory, their vision for the festival, and uh, also highlight a whole bunch of cool venues up and down the coast, uh, and also how to get your tickets. So I hope you enjoy the program, and uh, yeah, don't forget to subscribe. And also, uh, incidentally, adding today, enablers of uh, helping those creators endeavors. That's probably going to sound really <laughs> terrible as an introduction, but who I have, I've got Lindsay from Coffs Coast Food and Wine Festival and Dave from Amplify Vance, also Coffs Coast Food, Coffs Coast Food and Wine Festival. How are you guys going? Yeah. Good. good thank you. Thanks for having us. Of yeah. course. Yeah, it's, it was good. Uh, it was it was interesting having a little uh, Instagram message exchange <laughs> with you, Lindsay, and I was just saying I've had a little bit of a hiatus from the podcast and I was sort of umming and ahhing and um should I, shouldn't I? And then you just said, look, I'd love to jump on. I was like, yep, all right, cool. Good time. Let's, let's re, re-kick things off. So I've just, I did my first interview last week with um, a local musician, Joe Newton. There's a second one. Uh, it'll be out very soon because we want to get it out pumping, ready for the festival. So I might get you guys just to do a little bit of an intro, who you are, where you're from, how you uh, kind of came to, uh, Lindsay, in your case, to sort of create the Coffs Coast Food and Wine Festival. And then Dave, how you guys met. Your little bit of your story as well, and then we'll kind of flesh out what's happening. Sounds good. Cool. So, Lindsay, I might start with you if that's cool. Who you are, where you're from, and what you do. Yeah. So, I'm Lindsay. I'm originally from South Carolina, and I moved to the Coffs Coast around five or six years ago. My partner's Australian, so that's what brought me over here. Um, but, yeah, we when we moved here, I was really becoming a big advocate for the local food scene, like promoting local farmers and sustainability in terms of restaurants and we have a food truck, so that was really how I tied into the local foodie scene, mm-hmm. the Palmetto. So we were doing lots of oh, events. Okay. Yeah, yeah, lots of events in the region. We would have, like, buskers come play at our spot. So always tying in, like, food, music, and, yeah, just making something really cool on the Coffs Coast. Yeah. And then as I was, I was doing this, and I saw more and more restaurants popping up, and I was like, wow, people really need to highlight this. And these restaurants were specifically doing really cool stuff in terms of supporting local farmers. And my goal was to kind of like encourage that tourism in the region. I hadn't really seen a festival that like sprawled across the region um, in terms of food. Yeah. Like Swift does it in a great job in terms of promoting events all over. But um, yeah. And I just thought there was a good opportunity to like bring people together, get some really cool collaborations on board and just highlight what we have to offer. So the idea of the Coffs Coast Food and Wine Festival came together probably 2019 and then looking for sponsors and things and then COVID hit. So it was kind of put on the back burner, but you know, still trudging along and like as COVID went along, more restaurants popped up Mm -hmm. and you know, farmers needed more support than ever. So it just seemed like the right fit to get these people through the doors of these restaurants. Um, Great. I mean, like, it's interesting. I just want to touch on, on the fact that like you kind of birthed that idea and that concept in 2019 and, um, Previous to this podcast, it was a radio show and doing a very similar thing in terms of uh, interviewing a lot of musicians. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm very familiar with the musician story of like COVID-19 and how that affected and blah, blah, blah. But I'm also interested, obviously, from you, from a foodie uh, creator, you know, point of view, how that kind of affected you. And then, you know, what, what was your, how did you help 
yourself overcome that and obviously, you know, coming into the Costco food, food and wine festival? Yeah. Um, well, I guess the whole kind of foodie scene got flipped on its head. There was takeaway. There was less of those like actual experiences in restaurants. Yeah. It was more like you didn't get to do face to face. You didn't sit in there for a long period of time. It was just like, okay, thanks for my food. Bye. And you lost this kind of like, you know, live music and yeah. restaurants. That Community. was such a, yeah, that was such a huge part of it. And I think, you know, live music or seeing art on the walls, changing the restaurants, things like that, that were highlighting in the festival. Yeah. That was like completely lost and like people disconnected from these local businesses. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, it was crazy to see the kind of switch with COVID and how it was just that kind of go, go, go mentality yeah. with food. Very mechanical, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Transactional, yeah. like rather than an experience. And yeah. so our two features for the festival are dining experiences and foodie workshops. Yeah. They're both like super immersive, again, bringing musicians in, artists in, a little bit of immersive theater even. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Some live yeah, theater. Yeah. Great. I guess we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, just really like bringing people in and letting them sit and enjoy and not just feel like that transactional kind of element, I guess. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's good just to hear that from a different perspective. And um, because, like I said, I know that the musicians, we all have pretty much the same narrative. Um, but it is interesting hearing it from from a, a different business perspective. And one of the things that I I, I do say a lot uh, in this program and on other things and other, other conversations is that, like, musicians, the gra- particularly grass music, grassroots musicians need guys like yourself to do to be doing well for businesses to be running well so you can put on music and so you can pay the artists and um what i'm really excited about is you guys have a really awesome array of things to do which involve two of my favorite things food and music so it's kind of like i I can't believe it hasn't been done before like this at least in this area but dave i might uh, get you to just introduce yourself who you are where you're from what you do and how you sort of tie into the the festival yeah sure um dave mansfield grew up in sydney um have run an events event production agency for 14 years been working in events for a long time and then uh yeah sort of covid hit um which was disastrous from a business point of view. Mm. Had a bunch of, you know, multinational clients and doing some big campaigns. But, um, you know, from a personal point of view, it was a great, great opportunity. Jumping off yeah, the Yeah, like we were living in Bondi <laughs> and I've got a couple of little kids and just the, the urban, hectic lifestyle was just starting to grind on me a little bit. Yeah. So I thought before COVID happened after big sort of the last big events that we've worked out with Australian open tennis, that was pretty hectic summer. Um, so I was going to take some time off anyhow. And then mm. COVID happened and the the industry that I'd worked in for 25 years just ceased to exist essentially like mm. large scale public gatherings mm. were illegal. So, you know, kind of was a big, big shift paradigm shift. And, um, but just, yeah, we thought we'd, we'd looked at, my wife and I had looked at sort of house sitting in different areas. Like we lived up in the pocket on the Northern Rivers for a little while, yeah. a few years back, but weren't ready to move. And then it just was like the perfect chance. So I have a friend who'd just moved to Bonville and been visiting him a little bit. And mm. um, so we just took a leap and yeah, haven't looked back. I kind of been up here and, and seeing, like I wasn't that familiar with the Coffs area um, before, been sort of surfing and exploring the coastline since I got my license and but never really kind of stopped off in Coffs was always yeah. heading further north or um or further south Cre- and Crescent or Yamba yeah, yeah that's it yeah. or uh yeah and um so it was a great opportunity to mm. sort of settle 
settle in and just see everything that the region had to offer, like from an aesthetic and a phys- like a natural point of view. It's absolutely stunning and and saw that there's a fair bit of opportunity in terms of creating cool experiences and and, totally. and things because you know there's some it feels like Coffs is going through the region is going through a bit of a metamorphosis in a sense of lots like Lindsay said lots of new restaurants mm. and like breweries and things like that popping up and um kind of the food and bed scene seems to be kind of developing pretty rapidly yeah um and yeah so just through that like if I, you know I was loving yeah, the thing I was missing about not working was having an income, but beyond that, I wasn't <laughs> wasn't really missing anything. I bought a tinny and was out fishing and yeah, surfing lots, totally. and that was great. But um, kind of my brain's always always moving. You and can't churning, always and do I that forever. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, I reached out to to a friend, um, Courtney Tune, who's based in Sortel, and he's sort of as a facilitator of small businesses yeah. and. Um, so I went and met with him and told him what I was looking to do and told him my story. And then he introduced me to a bunch of people, and one of whom was Lindsay. Yeah. Um, and we started chatting and you told me about the Food and Wine Festival and, you know, I thought that I could bring a bit of experience to the table there yeah. and how to kind of bring it to life. And so we, we sort of started working on that, um, yeah, early last year even. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then, yeah, COVID sort of kept going and kept going and so we had to push it back a a couple of times and um but yeah then we finally got some clear air and i'm really curious to know um you know i mean obviously you guys Lindsay, it's you've been cooking around your head for a little while and dave you've obviously got involved uh, well going on a year and a half ago i guess now it's the kind of thing that like from the outside, a lot of people would say, and, and they do this with, with music and, and art in general anyway, but a lot of people would say, oh, you know, you're, you're putting on a festival. It must be it's fairly fairly simple, but I, I imagine it's anything but. Yeah. Um, maybe you guys could just flesh out a little bit of, of what what the planning, because like, everyone comes to the festival. They experience the festival the day or the week or whatever, the different events, that kind of thing. Um, it's kind of like the analogy I use is like for, for a song, um, people will experience the song. They hear the lyrics, they hear the production, they hear the sounds and whatever. Um, but knowing what went into creating that song is a totally different thing. And I'm just curious for you guys, uh, and maybe you can just speak on a, a few minutes each. What what is like the day to day, and what's ticking around in your head? And like you've obviously got other projects as well. So like how how do you juggle it all and and that kind of thing? Lindsay, I'll, I'll throw this yeah. one over to you to start off with. Yeah. Um. Well, with our festival, it's all over the region. So like a big part of it is going to the restaurants, figuring out their vibe. What are they doing? What is their passion? Yeah. We weren't force feeding them any dining experience that we wanted them to do, but yeah. instead we were like talking to the owners or the chefs and saying, "Hey, what do you want to highlight about your business, and how can we?" work together to make that dream a reality. Yeah. And a large part of that is music actually like connecting them to different musicians to fit the vibe or getting art that would match the vibe as well, or even um, highlight um, contrast with the food nicely. You know, yeah. if it's funky food, maybe getting some funky art yeah, in there totally. or some funky music. So yeah, it was really um, highlighting what they wanted to showcase and how they wanted to perceive themselves to people. And this is just a great opportunity for them to spotlight it. Yeah. Um, yeah, lots of going in, seeing where people can collaborate with each other, brainstorming huge lists of people and 
kind of piecing them together. Like this yeah. farmer would work well with this chef. Wow. Or how, this how musician that, would be great with this restaurant. How does that look? Like, is it like the kind of like, um, <laughs> you know, if you watch X Factor and they've got all the photos <laughs> and the little blurbs and they're like pushing photos around. Like, how does that work for you? Do you guys, uh, you collaborate on those those parts yeah. of the experience as well? How does yeah. that work for you guys, Dave? Maybe? Yeah, definitely. Well, I think, just going back to the last question, I think that was a good analogy of crafting a song. Yeah. Like, you might have a hook or a riff or something, but then to actually have a fully produced, recorded, engineered, mixed, mastered song. Yeah. It's like a big journey. Totally. I worked at lots of, lots of functions previously in my career, like worked for a big liquor company and we put on like marquees in the birdcage at the Johnny Walker down wow. like at the Melbourne Cup and that was opulent, opulent stuff. Totally. And so the good part of that was get to invite some friends and then they'll turn up and you know, drink in hand and brand in hand is the term. And, you know, they go, wow, this is so cool. But like what you see there, it's like not even the tip of the iceberg, you know, I think the actual delivery of the event, like the, the smoother it looks and the easier it looks is the more work that's gone into yeah, it. Yeah, so true. Pre-production, yeah. planning, like yeah. planning for every kind of eventuality. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so, you know, I think yeah, with, with this event, I think um, Lindsay's done so much of the creative work i guess and the genesis of it all mm-hmm. the ideation and building the relationships with the restaurants which has been amazing so to kind of just help build that out as uh i guess that's mostly where i've come in on this one where we we uh, regularly think about ideas and share things yeah. what we can do and um share ideas there yeah. yeah totally and and i mean i guess and, and this is maybe a perfect segue to, for you guys to kind of highlight what is happening with the festival like we talked about your story. We've talked about what goes into it. And I, and I do just want to add to that. And I think the, the, the best events that I've ever been to, the ones that have worked seamlessly are certainly the ones that, you know, it's almost like they've had to rehearse it, rehearse mm. it and not actually have it. And you're like, man, you, weddings or little festivals that I've been to where I'm like, everything was just right. It must be, um, it must sort of come down from the top, top and, and your vision and how you want to execute this and, and, and sort of letting that flow down. And so on that note, how, how is the execution for this festival coming up? How is, how has that been? Um, uh, what am I trying to say here? How, how have you guys sort of executed What aspects have you put together and maybe just sort of flesh out what is happening? Um, you can talk about different events, different happenings during the, the festival and, and, you know, the, the last weekend, all that kind of stuff. Like, Kick off with the Great Gatsby Gala, yeah, sure. Beach House. It's a really cool yeah, that's the launch event, yeah. and that's uh, I guess I'm pretty excited for that one because it's a chance to kind of show a bit of craft or yeah. the- theater. Um, it's a great theme. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone loves a dress up, and um, you know, it's kind of Jetty Beach House is another venture that I'm involved with. I've sort of just what have started with an idea of wow, what this place would be so cool to throw some events at, and mm-hmm. then set a long chain of events in motion that ended up that now I'm sort of one of the owners there. Um, but that's another story. But, um, you know, this one, because we're sort of trying to offer a bit of an elevated experience there with sort of having redone the interior and making yeah. it feel nice and a little bit more plush, I think, you know, the 1920s opulent Roaring, thought, roaring 20s kind of uh, theme event sounded really fun. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we've got – I guess starting with the food there, our chef is putting together sort of 1920s inspired menu, which apparently involves- What does that look like? Yeah, lots of jellies. Apparently jelly <laughs> was new on the scene. Okay. Chef's told me about that. Interesting. But, um, you know, I think 
when you think 1920s food, like, I don't know, I, nothing sort of springs no, to neither. mind for me. <laughs> but um, obviously, Chef has much more experience in that field. So she's crafting that up. But it's just going to be kind of a luxurious feeling. Yeah. Um, food or serve like canapes, but like a substantial dinner. So there'll be light foods, heavy foods, dessert. So everyone will get a great feed. Yep. We've got um, James Ross and Mama yeah, Fox perfect, playing an eight-piece swing band, yep. which I'm really excited to see them play. Got the string quartet from the Coffs Con of, uh, Conservatorium of Music coming to play. Um, managed to find a fella in Sapphire Beach who's got a million dollar 1927 Bugatti. What? So he's bringing that down to park out the front. And like Lindsay Security touched on, for that? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some um, actors who are going to be playing sort of immersive roles. To How sort does of that work? I'm, I'm curious. Like, what, what does that look like? So when you say immersive roles, it's, they're not putting on a. Pre- play per se in a sense like they're they're staying in character okay. for the duration of the event yeah and they worked out a narrative between them of a few events that are going to yeah, like conversations sort of things. scenes yeah, yeah scenes, almost cool. like yeah, yeah. and you know I, I love going to immersive events things like you know, sleep no more in new york city there's a six-story hotel you go in and everyone there's an actor and it's just wow. this wild thing Obviously, that's one end of the scale. This is um, the <laughs> same ideation, but um, maybe you know, slightly lighter execution. But you know, there's, there's a movie star, there's a Gatsby host, there's, uh, yep. there's yeah. thieves, there's police, there's like a bit of a narrative playing out yeah, cool. during the event. So, and you know, I, if they, I think it's cool because they tie in with the music as well. Like they're playing with the music awesome. and the dancers. Yeah, yeah. So all the creatives mm. are really like yeah. feeding off each other. Yeah, because we want to create an atmosphere, and you know, like you can have some decorations here and there, but yeah. they'll only do so much. Whereas if something's actually playing out in yeah. front of you. And well, it feels yeah, very real. Absolutely. And, and, and you can put you yourself know, in the time and the place. The beauty of it is it's, you know, if you want to be involved with that, you'll watch. But if you're just there with your friends having a great time, then it's not going to yeah, yeah, impact totally. you either. Yeah. So it's sort of as much or as little as you want. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, and it's just going to be uh, – we've got some great cocktails through the night as well, a big champagne tower that and we're so going to be what, pouring. what date was that? That's on Friday the 3rd Friday of June. Friday the 3rd, yep. So Perfect. that's really the launch event yep. for the Coffs Coast Food and Wine Festival. While, while, we're on, while we're on that, where can people get tickets and, and do all that stuff? Yeah, just through Eventbrite, Eventbrite. Um, or if you go to the jettybeachhouse.com website or coffscoastfoodwine.com.au. Perfect. Um, there, you know, there's, there's lots of gateway links on our socials as well, Instagram, yep. Facebook. Yeah, yeah sweet. Yeah. yeah. Definitely Instagram's a good one, Coffs Coast Food Wine. Yep. Um, we're always doing little teasers and things there. So Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Social media wizards. <laughs> so Absolutely. All over that. Yeah. yeah. So what happens from there? So we got the Friday, the launch. What happens from there, Lindsay? Oh, tons yeah. of events. So on Saturday, we have quite a few like lunches and things. We have like, for example, the Hilltop. Um, the chefs are going up to Levenvale Farm yep. in Bellingen, and they're going to be doing a nose to tail. Um, there's music there. Hannah Harlan's going to be playing. Awesome. Um, they might even have a little fire, yeah, who knows, depending mm. on the weather. And then Probably um, have to have a fire. I yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, there's also going to be like the Mermaid Beach House is having a farmer um, flood recovery lunch. Right. So that's also a hero event for the Festival of Flavor, which is like this destination for South yeah. Wales event. Yeah. And they're just highlighting like only using the produce from local farms and they're going to build um, their whole menu off of wow, that. And there's a lot of music there yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Like, so a lot of these like, how many events are there now? 16 yeah. in the yeah. 10 days. Across the week, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Or 10 days, yeah. Um, yeah. Music, and yeah, music and art with all of them pretty much? Um, pretty much. Some yes. of the foodie workshops, like they might sure. not have live music because sure. it is more of a workshop. Learning. Um, yeah, 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 learning. So 
Um, yeah, but the yeah. Cooking with Fire, oh, yeah. which with Tony Swain, and so she'll be playing some campsite songs as yeah. well as teaching everyone yeah. how to make some campfire cool. curries. Yeah. And River Red Blue as well. Yeah. It's a little oh, right. Awesome. Yeah. So they all, most of them have, yeah, music, um, some sort of art element. Yeah. Um, the art, it will, like, part of the proceeds go to Oz Harvest as well. Yeah, so um, tell us a little bit more cause. about that because uh, mm-hmm. that was one of the things that definitely grabbed my attention when mm-hmm. I was reading the blurb and, and whatever. Like, yeah. what, what's happening there? So every ticket sold, two meals go to locals in need through Oz awesome. Harvest. So they do yeah, food rescue yeah, yeah. within the region through the Coffs Harbor chapter, which is great. Um, so they do a lot of food rescue, and a lot of the restaurants on board participate in that as well. So just making sure that there's no food waste, you know. In our social media, even we've done, like, food waste um, facts. So educating people about the issue and yeah. how environmental impact it is. But, um, yeah, every ticket sold, two meals, which is incredible. Yeah, so. and I, I think also too, not just going somewhere, but going somewhere locally mm. is, is yeah. really important thing because it's. I mean, look, yeah, we don't even have to go down that road of property prices and rental prices mm. and how crazy that's made uh, everything. But but that's a really exciting um, endeavor for the festival as well. Yeah, yeah. and um, and then uh, closing weekend. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, yeah, we we had planned a giant big finale weekend at Jetty Beach House. Um, we had, yeah, it was been a, the last few weeks have been quite an emotional roller coaster because yeah. we, you know, I think with with all the flooding events and rain events that we've been having, ground condition, even like the late advent advent of COVID here, like we were, yeah. you know, yeah. really at case numbers on like went pretty wild only this year. So yeah. I think people are still a bit gun shy and totally. We just, um, yeah, tickets were selling, but it was, we had a pretty lofty target. We were wanting to get, you know, two and a half thousand people per day. Yep. Um, and, you know, pre-sales just weren't going in the direction we wanted to. So we thought that we would sort of scale it back and make a more intimate event. Yep. But our, our, the funding partners that we have, because we applied for a grant and they sort of pointed it out that we needed to hit that number, yep. um, which we didn't think that we would. So it was really, but we decided we wanted to go ahead regardless, but then- Kind of said, well, no, actually, pump the brakes. Yeah, which is was really disappointing because um, we wanted to proceed and and at least show people, like, give some people give faith back in live yeah. events. So there's been so many postponements. We didn't want that to eventuate, but um, you know, now that we've had, we've sort of had to make that decision, uh, which is a bummer. So we, you know, we we almost finalized our uh, postponement dates yeah. to like either the last weekend of November or the first yeah. weekend of December. Yeah, great. And we're going to go big and kick yeah. off summer, so it'll well, still think, be the yeah. Cox Coast Food and yeah. Wine Festival, two-day food and music festival yeah. at yeah. Jetty Beach House. So what will that look like? Yeah, I, I assume you probably won't have the same workshops, but it'll be a bit more of a, a fest, just a yeah. natural festival That's right. with all, like, the, the food trucks and whatever. Yeah. Absolutely, because yeah, cool. we had, yeah, like, nine great food trucks lined up, yeah. second stage with lots of local musicians yeah. and in addition to foodie talks and presentations. Yeah, cool. Local breweries were going to have a pop-up bar where you could taste their beers, yeah. distilleries as well. Yeah. So I think it'll be all of the, you know, all of the good things about the food and wine festival that's kicking off uh, yeah. this Friday, um, but just in a two day event. Probably in, in you know, I mean, given all the weather and the the expectation that it's going to be a pretty wet winter anyway, <laughs> it might be like the perfect time. Like by that yeah. point, you could you it could go absolutely bananas. Like people just yeah, seeing, I think we're going to get a reasonable summer. You have to think all the rain. Yeah, well, that's another thing with the finale weekend. We looked at the situation as well, and like the amount of mud that would oh, have man. been oh, yeah. at the venue, like the experience wouldn't have been. 
a great one for a two days. Well, you, you would almost so. have to have a, a shoes off at the door yeah. kind of policy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of showers that allow people back inside because yeah, even just walking across the grass yeah. at the yeah. beach house, yeah. it's pretty Or no solid. pass outs. So. You'd have yeah. to like re-renovate Jody Beach House again and yeah. then just finish yeah. that process. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so look, I yeah. think, you know, whilst it was such a bummer and we, you know, we had some momentum going and we're sort of all in on it, mm. um, there's, there's mm. lots of benefits we can – gives us more time to craft a better experience, yeah. um, really work on the little activations and the value adds around the site that make a difference just between an event and something really cool. Yeah. Um, in, yeah, in addition, we can, you know, focus on delivering all of the dining and food workshop experiences the best that they can be. Totally. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, regroup for the festival. But that said, the, the final weekend, we're still going to go ahead at Jetty Beach House with the with the local stage, yeah, and um, bring that in because you know we want to support the musicians yeah. and we still want to create a vibe and um, have something cool going on there anyhow. So yeah, it'll 100%. be it'll be a very scaled version of of what would be a much bigger event. But. Yeah, and and look, I mean, like you said, I mean, there's things just that for the last two years it's been impossible to plan or do anything and mm. and and all the planning can go into it and days before you know you see it with blues festivals blues two um, times in a row two times uh, even river sounds here in belgium yeah. that's had that's to right. be moved a couple of times and um i guess people are, are probably more resilient and more kind of just go oh, it's out of the control but certainly i i think you know if people can get behind this thing mm. especially given that uh you know on the musical side Certainly, um, it's been in a tough couple of years, but for the foodie side as well. And, um, you know, I can imagine, and I've got mates who are in that in that industry who are like, yeah, we're just not pulling the numbers through the door mm. at the moment, whereas pre-COVID it was almost a given, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. People coming out. Like you said, the dynamic really changed and people could come out for these hour and a half break, breaks, but you couldn't get up, you couldn't socialise. And that, mm. that community feeling of like going out and even just running into someone and go, oh, yeah. man, do you want to come and – like you couldn't do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, it's going to be an awesome festival for sure and then certainly later on in the year a little music and food festival. Yeah, to kick yeah. summer just off. Just what the doctor ordered, Absolutely. Coming out of winter. Oh, man. So even even like last Monday when we had to make a final decision and, yep. well, and it was kind of made for us and at that point the forecast for last week was – 10 to 20 mils of every rain day. every day. And then we're <laughs> yeah. like, all right, damn it, we've got to postpone yeah. this. And then yeah. and almost miraculously, the, we <laughs> haven't touched touch wood. We haven't had much rain since. But yeah. still, there's just, I mean, everywhere you go, like uh, just the groundwater yeah. is still so high that yeah. ground's just not draining. So no, it's going to exactly take a right. while yeah. to be able to jump around in the grass and not, yeah. and have a you know mad time watching a band and not sink into a mud pit and lose your shoes. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Accessibility And, and especially yeah, because like it's, you know, it's one thing it being wet, but given that it's like coming into that like real cold snap now, it's a, yeah, it's that a bit too. Of a and you know, and they say you know case numbers might spike with the cold, so it, mm. you know, it feels like at the start of summer we're going to have a lot more to celebrate, and um, you know, we've mostly got all the same bands on yeah. hold still. Awesome. Um, and you know, maybe if we can go bigger, we can add some more bands to the lineup yeah. and build something and summer off totally style. i reckon that's awesome uh, i would love to because this podcast like it'll go it'll go out on the radio and and so people will hear this 
um, on the radio probably sooner than they'll hear it on the podcast. And it stays online forever. Um, So we'll have all this date-sensitive stuff that is kind of irrelevant once the podcast goes out and the date passes. But what is continually irrelevant is uh, the businesses. So I'd love for you both and musicians or whatever, I'd love for you both just to flesh out, like, who's involved in the festival, the local, particularly the businesses, um, and then maybe just throw some musicians out there, some of the local musicians that are playing as well. Yeah, um, where do we start? <laughs> it's a long list. Wherever you want. <laughs> um, so in terms of businesses, we've got the Mermaid Beach House. Um, they have been like a big advocate for local food movement. Um, the Hilltop Store, Leavenvale Farm, which also has Bellow Beef um, in yep. town. So they're amazing. Tony Swain from Sueno's. Um, and yep. then what, who else do we have? Let's Bell see. Um, um, Tishfaco. Tishfaco, yeah. yeah. Athletic Club in Saltel. Mm-hmm. We've got... Um, Ground Earth and the Box Factory Burgers doing like a cool collab up yeah. in Whoopi, um, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> Someone might be playing there. Um, and then we've got um, – uh, Yeah, there's some art like uh, Aiden um, is doing yeah, an yeah. art class with Gallows. That's yeah, a cool. beer and burger. Awesome. And Aiden McGill, pop surreal art yeah. workshop. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah, he, he runs a little um, coffee truck as well. So he's a food – Awesome. Yeah. Um, it's all. It's always funny how you, you, a lot of the time there are these people who were either in a previous life musicians or their dad. Like there's there's, a, there's sort of a, just a connection there that is runs pretty deep. I think a lot yeah. of the time. Absolutely. Yeah, Aiden does a lot of band art, so he does like cool yeah, band yeah. art. You should check out his Instagram, yeah, Aiden underscore. Chatting his. about he does the last few years yeah. for uh, Oz Music Month yeah. in November. He's done a piece of art each day, focusing on a different. Like he's mainly in his garage, sort of punk kind of yeah, of course, um, mm. punk scene, but uh, different different band yeah, cool artwork that he does for them. That's and, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. and a few other people that I'm just remembering. <laughs> Sorry, it's long. No, go for it. Whoopi yeah. Brewery. Um, Joe yep. Newton, who spoke last week, awesome. so he'll be playing yep. there um, along with Bear Hunt and. Um, Oh, Bite Food Tours is doing some cool mystery food tours around Coffs. Cool. Got some really interesting bites and things that I think a lot of foodies in the region wouldn't how, know. How does that work? Exercise as you stuff yeah. your face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think by the end you get slower and slower because yeah. you're quite full. Walking <laughs> station. Yeah. Um, and I think you end with a few cold beers. And so, yeah, definitely no driving. Helmets are a must. Yeah. There's yeah. lots of other restaurants that we've been talking to that for whatever reasons, I mean, there's still hospitality staff shortages. Yeah. Osteria yep. Fume, oh, yeah, it's another oh, yeah, one that yeah. we're doing. Um, you, you Out in Bella, yeah. In Bella, cool. that's right. Um, but, yeah, I guess, you know, from, from Jetty Beach House's point of view, like we know that in the hospitality industry there's the staff shortages and yeah. people, if they manage to make it through COVID and lockdowns and everything, are still kind of struggling to find their feet. And you yep. touched on it earlier before, like, you know, walk-in trade's not great at the moment. So, um, you know, I think for an inaugural event, Proud and of, of what we've created, and totally. I'm so happy with the partner support that we've got from yeah. all the restaurants. But I think you know it's a great, great step one, and then we have plan to grow, grow the event year on year, and and so more. would that would that involve um, more musicians, oh, more events, more art, yeah. anything else? Like, what, what are there any, is there anything that this year that like you were kind of really keen on and thought? maybe we should just not like this year or is it just more like starting small scale and then just uh, kind of uh, I mean, I think it up? we've it's had good. a fair crack at, <laughs> at, at <laughs> putting good. on as many, as much as we can. Cool. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think, you know, we, we were initially, we'd love to do uh, like a sort of street party and get yeah. all of the restaurants involved there. Yeah. And we were looking at basic, 
doing a cinema takeover and having like food trucks that would serve food from certain movies yeah. and then screen the movies there as I'm well. So and, yeah, even like drive-in movie and stuff like that. Like yeah. There's- so there's lots of like avenues that you could take and go, All right, this, would be, this would be cool. And really, I guess probably a big part of your job is just sitting there and going, is it achievable now? Yeah. yeah. Is, it, is it feasible? You know, can we afford it right now? If not, do we scrap the idea altogether? Do we revisit the idea and kind of renegotiate what we're going to do? Or do we just put it, put it on the back burner for next year? Yeah, look, I, I think there's no shortage of ideas, but yeah, yeah. The, the, the limiting factor is time, resource, yeah. and permission, really. Sure. Which yes. is a big one too. Like, yeah. um, you know, we'd love to have a long table banquet down the, the jetty. Or, uh, you know, we're talking about sort of bohemian picnics, fully yeah. catered picnics on the beach and stuff like that. Yeah, like, right. um, But, yeah, things. I mean, really, you know, we, we did apply and receive a grant, some grant funding, but that was specifically to the food uh, – sorry, to the music festival oh, element. Okay, yeah. So, essentially, we're doing it out of our own pockets, wow. really, and, and have been for the yeah. past eight, me 18 months yeah, and yeah. you for <laughs> yeah. almost three years. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's a limitation too. And I think once we've got – once we've created something cool this year and we'll get lots of content and be able to package up a lot yep. of um, info about it and yeah. hopefully make it easier to attract sponsors for next year sure. and, and, and increase the profile of the event. Yeah. And Definitely. I think like in terms of um, music and stuff, like even just activating more buskers on the street for those that yep. are just starting their music careers or even satellite events after the event. So like any musician involved, like I would love to help them with social media training, things like that, like ways to uplift their own social media presence. Well, I think it's just that networking, isn't it? It's like, um, you know, one of the things that, and, you know, we noticed this, like, because we had, uh, we ran a couple of open mics and it'd be the same sort of thing though with with um, restaurants people come in they meet people they introduce Mm -hmm. you know we did this open mic where musicians would get together and 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 network and go oh man do you want to write a song or do you want to play this gig or whatever something that's certainly lacked in the last few years is that um feeling of community and and that networking and kind of like it's felt very lonely and isolating for a lot of people especially in our industries like food and, and and entertainment that kind of thing hospitality and entertainment um so I'm really stoked for you guys to put on this event and I'm excited for, for what it's going to sort of mean for the area. Um, I was going to ask a question, then it just, uh, after I went on that rant, it kind of um, left me. But, but sorry. I will say one thing about the community yeah, aspect yeah. real quick, because that is something that I think we really want to build. Like, it's not just like one and done event, but like we really want to create that community with everyone involved. So, you know, like in the future, the businesses will know the musicians better and we'll, yeah really try to incentivize that throughout the year in between the festivals. And like, yeah. so we'll, we really want to encourage that collaboration like long-term and show them how it is successful. So well, well, that's a big goal. That's yeah. an awesome goal. And, and, and certainly like, um, I think it's the kind of thing that we really need in this area at the moment, or probably anywhere. But I can only speak to this area is, um, and, and you guys held at the Jetty beach house. Um, I can't even remember the name of it. Uh, the business, Small Costco, small oh, yeah, business, yeah, small business and beyond, and beyond, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, we we came in and did a bit of a chat, and one of the questions was like, how do businesses who aren't typically related to the arts in any way, shape, or form, um, how do they kind of connect with artists? And you guys are almost a little bit of a, a conduit in the sense that, like, you're you kind of have your hands in a few different worlds, like as a, as an event promoter, event organizer. You've got like the the hospitality. You've got the the music and the entertainment, and you've also got this other side of like you're saying council permissions and the people that 
uh, are kind of running those things. So in some ways you guys are particularly going to be this kind of enabling factor um, for all of those little worlds. I'm not putting any pressure on you, <laughs> um, but I actually, I'm just, I'm just giving it a shout out because it, to some degree, like you're going to be like having this like coalescence of all these different um, networks that might never really meet or it, it, it just would feel really unnatural, but in a, in a sense of like, Hey, we're putting on food, we're putting on, um, we're putting on entertainment and, and doing a lot of it. And all of a sudden people are going, Hey, oh, I got a gig out of, the festival or someone saw me and they invited me to play at their brother's 30th yeah. party or whatever. Um, do you see yourself as, I mean, is, is that, I guess, is that in, innate in your vision um, for the food and wine festival or was the, is it just sort of like we're going to put this festival on and that's like a, a result or is that really something deep in the, the vision? Yeah, I think, um, well, like, yeah, I think essentially the whole idea of the Food and Wine Festival is to give exposure to good businesses, mm-hmm. to yep. inc- good businesses and providers, be that hospitality or entertainment, yep. music, arts, like it's just really to showcase some of the great things that are happening in the area, great talent in the area. Um, and, you know, really as by, by grouping these experiences together under the Coffs Coast Food and Wine Festival umbrella, yep. it's just sort of, becoming almost a bit cooperative to get a certain amount of exposure for everybody. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So. I think like one of the best parts for me of like event organizing is just seeing it all come together and seeing like everyone involved so excited, you yeah. know, like, oh, I get the chance to share a stage with someone I've always looked up to or yeah. like, oh, I haven't done a gig in a year. Like that to me is so exciting. Totally. Like it's, oh, it's just, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, like, I, I the find, more um, I just said, I was just going to say that I, I find, um, uh, that kind of thing, such a, an, a, an amazing thing that like we don't really sort of talk about a whole heap. It's very much like you just go out and you go to this festival, you do that, you know, do whatever you do, work and then and go and experience things on the weekend. But when you do something like this, all of a sudden it creates this community feel, which is what we talked about at the start of, that we, we've been lacking for so long. So um, how, 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 can we, how can people get involved? Do they need... Um, tickets for individual events or just the start and the finish? Like, Give us a bit of a rundown on um, on how can people be involved with the festival and, and sort of attend. Yeah, so if you go to coughscoastfoodwine.com.au, you see the whole schedule and you can click on each individual event. Um, there's a few free events, like, for right. example, the Whoopi Brewery session. Yep. Um, that's just good music, good beer, good food. Yeah. Um, so check it out and, yeah, each one is um, different pricing and different inclusions. But is there a... Uh, like if you want to eat all week. Um, <laughs> no, no, that's something we'll nah. work on for next year. This yeah, year sure. it was like tricky to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think you would need like a gym membership. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good partnership com- deal. comes with maybe a health warning or <laughs> yeah. something. <laughs> but um, yeah, next year that's something we definitely want to build up to. Yeah, cool. But this year it's just individual. You pick your event, awesome. pick your schedule. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think the website's all laid out. So anything that you'd like to look of, you can click on and it'll take you through to more information about what – inclusions and all the, the details for the event and totally. then you can buy tickets through there. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, we're getting close to uh, the end of our time. Um, is there anything else that we didn't cover that you guys would love to cover? Uh, because, you know, I mean, obviously I want you guys to do really well. I want to see it here every year. Um, and also just for the business is exactly the same sort of thing. Like I want them to doing well because as a musician for me, I need – I need businesses that, that you guys are involved with. I need them to be doing well so they can go, hey, we, we want to create some vibe and we put some tunes on. 
Um, yeah. It's yeah. definitely an ecosystem and that's how we, I think we've explained it in press releases and things before. Like the better the restaurants do, the more they can get musicians in or artists, but also the more produce they're buying from local farms. Yeah. So like each time someone goes out to eat at one of these restaurants, like there's so many more people that they're affecting than just the restaurant owner. Yeah. So like, I hope people see that when they come to these events, they're like, wow, like I've actually, you know, there's so many people in the community that we have, like uplifted and yeah, supported. It's real trickle down mm. economics. Yeah. Like if you buy one ticket for an event, but where that money goes to contributing to the artists, contributing to the restaurant, yeah. enabling them to grow, yeah. um, supporting the farmers, the producers. So yeah, totally. Yeah, what we can say is basically, you know, if if yeah, come get some tickets, come to the events. Yeah. Um, you know, because by supporting the festival, we're supporting the businesses and the musicians and the yeah. artists involved. And, and your then, own area. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. So um it's really about showcasing some of the best experiences in the region. So, yeah, yeah I think it's a reason for everybody to get their friends together and come out for a good night. Yeah. 100%. Eat, drink, and be merry. Yeah, yeah I mean, look, there's <laughs> not really like – uh, you can't lose when you go out and you, you, there's music and good food. Like, you really can't. Yeah. I was just going to touch on what you were saying, Lindsay. Do you, do you feel like coming out of the COVID sort of situation um, that businesses are much more – I guess like not taking for granted the fact that pre, you know, maybe pre 2020, like you say, walk-in trade was, is pretty, pretty reliable, pretty standard. You know, who's coming in and you can have your big nights and, and everything sort of just coasting along doing pretty well, you know, maybe, maybe too well in some, some situations. Do you feel like businesses and, and people um, who, who are maybe offering their services for, for the festival, is that becoming a bit more, sort of conscious in their minds that like, yeah, being more involved, being more um, collaborative is, is a, a benefit to everyone, including us. Yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah. Like when we were um, like shaping the festival, it's not like we just accepted everyone and anyone. Yeah, We were quite selective in terms of people that were willing to collaborate more and yeah. like willing to support each other. So um, I think these businesses that are on board and musicians, artists, everyone, they're like the real, like, keen for collaboration yeah, like correct. it's quite amazing to see how like driven they are to like collaborate and uplift each other and yeah. like work with each other even because they see it rather than like competition they see it as like uplifting the region as a whole exactly so i hope more businesses do see it that way yeah. as well but yeah i think collaboration is key so. absolutely <laughs> yeah 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 all right well guys um been lovely to chat to you um just just a hundred percent it was nice to have you guys on and thanks for giving me a little um kick in the <laughs> kick in the behind to start the yeah. podcast again um great timing um just before we finish up where just just for everyone's uh, benefit where do they go to find all the stuff about the Coffs coast food and wine festival Coffscoastfoodwine.com.au. Food wine. Yeah. Okay. And you can look us up on Instagram or Facebook, same Coffscoastfoodwine. Yep. So, yeah. And if you're musicians, artists, or anyone listening, definitely don't be shy to reach out to us for next year. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Yeah, yeah sure. cool. Guys, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you. It's awesome. <laughs>